And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. This is Red Eye Radio. All across America and around the world, we are Red Eye Radio. Good morning. Wow. All right. My throat is a little sore from laughing so much here <laughs> the uh, the last uh, the last hour or so. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when this uh, whole plea deal that went poof uh, uh, yesterday for uh, uh, Hunter Biden. Yeah. You and I were asking earlier about how much the 1023 and then the whistleblowers coming out had to do with the with the judge. I guess asking the questions that she asked mm. yesterday. Yeah. You and I said, well, the judge isn't in a bubble. The judge is looking at the news out there. One of the first things that we brought up when we saw the plea deal and the questions started coming. So this was probably, I don't know, within 24 to 36 hours of when the first, when the plea deal was announced mm-hmm. was a month ago, whenever it was announced. Yeah. And the defense came out and said, oh, no, this means he has immunity from uh, anything that was, you know, past crimes that were done. Like, what? It's like, well, is the Justice Department saying that? No, they're not. And then uh, when we found out that the 1023 did exist and that they're still investigating it, we said at that point, we said, well, wait a minute. You can't have both. Right. How, can you, how can you do a plea deal? And it's like maybe we're going to have to study more about plea deals for, you know, from the federal government, but it doesn't seem that if the two parties uh, don't agree, one is saying that, uh, you know, the the defense is saying, no, no, we've got uh, immunity on everything. And the FBI is saying, well, no, we're investigating these crimes. And the crimes are investigating because of the 1023 is bribes mm-hmm. and not registering as a foreign agent. Mm-hmm. We're like, well, this doesn't make sense. Well, it didn't make sense to the judge either, but the attorney for the Irish whistleblower, Gary Shapley, was on Fox News yesterday and was asked, did any of the things at 1023, the, the whistleblower's testimony, do they, does, do they believe that that had anything to do 
with this plea deal going poof. I think it had to be an important part of it. I mean, the, the two whistleblowers stood just, just a week ago in front of uh, Congress, and they were cross-examined for more than six hours. They had behind-the-scenes interviews for more than 14 hours combined. These, these guys, Joe Ziegler, Gary Shapley, my client, they exude credibility. They have credibility. They have experience as law enforcement officers, particularly with the IRS. And so I think it carries weight what they have to say. And, you know, guys like Dan Goldman, they continue to try to attack these whistleblowers. And that's the kind of thing that these guys have had to, like, withstand. Um, and and just, just last night, the Hunter Biden's uh, legal team tried to claim that in the filings that there were grand jury materials or uh, tax information that were improperly filed publicly. And it's just not true. They went through the proper means. They went through the proper procedures. And uh, they've done nothing wrong. Uh, the only thing they've done is be, you know, courageous in coming forward and withstanding some of the attacks that they've had on them. And I yeah. think the judge's ruling has really uh, upheld what they've said. All right. I just I'm still shaking my head. Over everything, because it was such an embarrassment. And it's something that and again, we're not legal experts, even though I don't think to understand the law, you need to be what whatever a legal expert is, because you and I have sat there and went, this person claims they're a legal expert and they're completely clueless as to the Constitution or the history of the Constitution. You know, so what defines a legal expert? You and I've always asked this question because you went to law school. Does mm-hmm. that define, mm-hmm. you know, what a legal expert uh, is? You and I have torn apart Supreme Court rulings and, you know, and we've been criticized saying, you're not a judge. Well, what? So I shouldn't be able to understand the law? Well, that's as my dad used to say. My dad, well, he hasn't said it lately, so <laughs> mm. that's poop for the peasants. Mm. The law was made for people to understand. Law school, okay, maybe you know precedent better. Maybe you have to go through precedent of past court rulings. But the fact is, I understand the law and you understand the law, and most Americans understand basically the law. It's sure. not that hard to understand. You know, we understand bribery. We understand stealing. We understand a ton of different things. The only thing that none of us understands is what precisely makes up a monopoly. But I don't think even the people that are involved in those cases at times even fully understand what makes up a monopoly. Well, I I, um, I don't understand all of the details of bribery, but I could be persuaded. <laughs> Um, (laughs) but what got me was how bad it was yesterday it was it 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 was it was the kind of chaos like like there's a fire alarm going off and nobody knows why you know that where everybody walks out into the hall what's going on i don't know what is it it a fire i don't know is it is it a drill i don't know that didn't tell us about a drill it just seemed like everybody in the courtroom from the reports that came out and then even later as more reports came out, even more so, that people were just wandering around and didn't know why they were there. Yeah, I didn't know you're right. That's that's what I got from some of the early reports. They were like, well, we're not really sure, but this is this is really, I mean, what the judge is basically saying is, you guys don't have a plea agreement. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't agreed on the agreement. Right. 
You need to agree on what you agreed upon. (laughs) I was just. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed. Bargain hunting is back. I mean, bargain hunting's always been around. We always love a great deal. But man, everywhere you look, people are bargain hunting. You know, there's so many great ways to find great deals. Hey, I have a great find in your bargain hunting journey. Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price that's a real bargain when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at motel6.com. That is a bargain. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. It was just, the, it was really one of the most bizarre, uh, you know, mornings and the analysis afterwards at times, mm. you know, got to be, uh, you know, quite uh, uh, humorous where this leads, uh, you know, we shall see, but it looks like there is no blanket immunity that is coming, even if they go back and he can skate on these charges with no jail time. Mm-hmm. If they come to another plea agreement, which is why he had to plead guilty, mm-hmm. uh, I just I don't believe they'd ever let this go to trial. No, um, I'm I'm guessing that the attorneys, uh, you know, would not. But the fact now you've opened the door to say, okay, what is the you know what is to people to ask the question now? What is what are they looking at him for? What are they looking at him for? Mm. Bribery. Money laundering, mm-hmm. not registering as a federal, as a foreign agent. Right. Well, bribery, who was he doing the bribery with? Why are they investigating the bribery? What's going on here? He was acting as a foreign agent, didn't report it? Well, for whom? Right. Okay, he was a foreign agent. He was cutting deals with whom? Well, who's who was he cutting? All it does is lead you in a, all it does is lead you right to Joe Biden. Well, is what it because, does. because. And and I think we kind of went through this in the first few days when the deal was announced. What are all these actions related to, aside from the gun possession? What is everything else related to? Influence peddling. It's tax evasion, you know, on because and and you know, I mean, it, it was it's very clear it's tax evasion. But you look at the bigger picture when there's a SARS that is issued, suspicious activity report from a bank. It's because, well, we don't know what's going on, but things don't look right. So when you talk about that level of income, that money, 
that he went out of his way to avoid paying taxes on. Okay, but why did he do that? Because there's a connection to something bigger. And to try and take this plea deal, I mean, it was as unsophisticated as it gets and kind of brash, really. It's right out of the, it's not out of a Clinton playbook. It's out of a Biden playbook. Because only your arrogance and ignorance and defiance could lead you to such an agreement and make you believe that nobody's going to ask any questions about all the other mm-hmm. stuff that is clearly surrounding this. Well, the agreement was let's not put what we've agreed to in the actual text because we can't get away with it with a judge. So let's just put out that we've agreed to, uh, you know, we've agreed, you know, this this is uh, this is the time that this is this will be the punishment, mm. and this is what you've agreed to plead guilty to, and we won't talk anything about immunity. Just won't put it in there. We're just not going to prosecute you. Right. Yeah. We're not, but we can't put it in. They knew from the beginning they couldn't put it in. Yeah. The blanket immunity. Right. Uh, because they didn't agree with it even before the 1023 came out. They didn't agree with it when the lawyer said, you know, this ends the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Then when the 1023 came out, they said, no, no, the investigation continues. At that point, we said, well, how are they going to get a deal done? The only thing would be, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, that yeah. just we're going to present this. The judge will rubber stamp it. We're never going to come after you mm-hmm. anyway on any of these charges to begin with. You'll be done. Next administration comes in. This The uh, statute of limitations, you know, may be passed on the vast majority of the, the other serious charges they could come at you with. And you skate free. And this thing just disappears. The investigation disappears. And uh, we can hold off Republicans by saying that we're investigating it as we are not actually investigating it. Right. That's what I believe you were they were you were dealing with right there. But the the thing is, the American taxpayer pays prosecutors not to collaborate, or as uh, Andrew McCarthy put, does not pay prosecutors in the Justice Department to be in cahoots mm. with a suspect. You are supposed to pro- uh, prosecute the suspect, not attempt to cover up their crimes. Right. And that's exactly what's going on. Right. And so what was revealed with incredible clarity uh, of yesterday was the filthy, stinking rot inside the Department of Justice. Yep. You are paying your federal tax dollars for the Department of Justice to be corrupt. And I'm, it was never clearer than yesterday. Well, it, because it honestly, it was like two different sides showed up. Are is this okay? You're the prosecution. Is this the case we're here for today? Because they don't seem to know why we're here, and 
There is no agreement in place. Right. You don't have an agreement. You had a hearing scheduled for weeks now based on an agreement that was in play that actually doesn't exist. Something changed. Um, Wall Street, or not Wall Street Journal, um, New York Post. Stunned onlookers gasp Mm. as Hunter Biden's sweetheart uh, uh, deal plea deal crumbles in uh, in court and let me just read this here mm. spectators at the federal courthouse and you could tell by the reporters that were there the reporters there you can yeah. just tell they were blown away by right. it. spectators at the federal courthouse were left stunned wednesday as first son hunter biden's sweetheart deal uh began to collapse setting off a chain of events that ended in president biden's 53 year old son entering a plea of not guilty to tax and gun charges. At one point, Hunter's lawyer, Chris Clark, threatened to tear this up right now if prosecutors didn't meet his conditions, apparently in a bid for blanket immunity for his client. Uh, A gasp emerged from reporters and interested attorneys sitting in the gallery after the judge asked Assistant U.S. Attorney Leo Wise if there was an ongoing criminal investigation involving Hunter. As the Delaware U.S. attorney, David Weiss, has consistently said. Weiss replied yes and added that if the first son's defense team thought otherwise, then there's no deal. Clark responded, as far as I'm concerned, the plea agreement is null and void, leaving attendees stunned and causing some journalists to rush out of the courtroom to brief their colleagues. That was, I think, the point that blew everybody away. Yeah, It was so amateurish. No, I mean, it seriously was. No one seemed to know why they were there. As if the two sides were just meeting. For the first time. In an attempt to resurrect the deal following a 20-minute break uh, failed when the judge said she needed time to analyze the terms of the Mm. revised Mm -hmm. bargain that would not give him blanket immunity, but would give him Blanket immunity from 2014 to 2019 on any tax charges. What? If Don't. approved by the court, yeah. If if approved by the court. So this thing just, this thing stinks. Well, and something also tells me those were just the first very basic questions that the court had, that the judge had. Well, that's a great point. What might she bring up a month from now when they reappear? <laughs> I mean, seriously, what a cluster. 86690-RED-EYE. The latest Ag Department food price forecast may have some good news for food shoppers. Economists say we may see very little in the way of price hikes for the rest of the year. Now, so far this year, average grocery store food prices have already gone up 4.8% from a year ago. And the forecast for all of 2023? 4.9% growth. Agriculture Department economist Matt McLaughlin says if that forecast holds, of course, that would mean... Continued slow to negative pricing increases. So we are not expecting prices to rebound in the latter half of the year, but rather continue that zero to incremental decline that we've seen for the last few months.
In two of the last four months, grocery store food prices have registered small monthly declines. Matt says it doesn't mean that prices for all foods will go down. He says shoppers, for example, could see more price hikes for beef in the coming months because of smaller supplies of cattle. Gary Crawford for the U.S. Department of Agriculture. This report is made possible by Cenex Roadmaster XL Premium Diesel and Sitco Lubricants. We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carney, and I'm Gary McNamara. It's almost a bombshell after bombshell every single day coming out here on the Hunter Biden situation, which leads to, again, uh, the influence peddling of the Biden family and uh, and Joe Biden. Yeah. And so today it'll be interesting to see the rhetoric, you know, that uh, that, that comes. Rhetoric doesn't mean it's bad as, the, you know, what are the Republicans right. repeating right. over and over again. Right. You know what? What are the what are the talking points today and tomorrow as it leads into Monday, where this story came out? Devin Archer, Hunter Biden's longtime friend and fellow Burisma board member, is reportedly in hiding ahead of his expected testimony hmm. on President Biden's involvement with Hunter Biden's business deals before becoming president. Monday will take it to another level when Republicans leave. Now, it's going to be Republican investigators that are supposedly asking the questions. Right. But when they leave, and I guarantee none of it is confidential, you know, it's not, it's not, none of this is top secret. Right. So when they come out and say, nope, he is verified, he says the president, you know, talked to all these business uh, uh, associates and it was necessary in order to get the deals done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Arch is expected to testify to the House Oversight Committee that he witnessed uh, Joe Biden sitting in on at least two dozen phone calls with Hunter Biden. This destroys, completely destroys the entire narrative, which is why the White House has been evolving, saying, lying, Corrine Jean-Pierre, every day that, oh, the message has been the same, and the message has not been the same. From the Uniden America Studios. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carley and I'm Gary McNamara. Welcome and uh, good morning. Last hour, uh, we were uh, discussing uh, the the fact of uh, it seemingly a, a love fest uh, with Republicans and Robert Kennedy Jr. And we're like saying, okay, look, we understand the whole weaponization thing. You could use them and say, look, the Democrats even go after their own. They go after a Kennedy. They go after a Democrat. It should have ended there, but the love fest that continues uh, with him to the point where, uh, as we said, DeSantis was actually asked the question the other day. I mean, the dumbest question ever. Would you consider making Robert Kennedy Jr. your vice presidential <laughs> running mate? And DeSantis said, no, but I could see uh, is the CDC or the FDA. Shut up. And then we started talking about the stupid things because that was the dumbest thing that DeSantis could have ever said. And whatever this is going on here, 
if this love fest exists, stop it. It's stupid. It's counterproductive. He's a radical leftist liberal who has advocated closing down corporations and punishing people that do not agree with his position on climate change. So let's stop this. Any of us can find, if we look at it, probably find a point of agreement with a lot of people that are not cases. It doesn't mean you endorse them. So we started talking about some of the other dumb things that uh, some of the Republican candidates have done. We talked about Nikki Haley talking about, well, you can move Disney to South Carolina. Bye. Bye. Yep. Goodbye. Yep. And then we just we couldn't remember what Chris Christie said. Thank you to a listener who remembered what Chris Christie said, where we said, you need to shut up. And that was? That was when he said he would retain Christopher Ray as the FBI director. And it was like, okay. Ah, that, of okay. course it was, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's funny because we were talking, we've been talking about the Justice Department all, <laughs> all, all morning. Uh, by the way, thank you to Mike for that. Thanks, uh, we Mike. greatly appreciate that yes. reminder. Uh, but those are the things where it's, you just scratch your head and say, is there any self-awareness? Any. Well, I, I, I guess, you know, and it, just a little bit of frustration, a little bit of a kidding, because there's just, you know, it's not like they're saying these statements every day, but some of them, these statements, they go viral, and they're just completely and totally counterproductive to, to their campaigns, and they seem to be not aware of it at all. And, you know, DeSantis saying that the other day was just bizarre. Um, uh, but it, it also is a little frustrating sitting here where we sit, knowing where the public stands on the issues and seeing that they stand roughly on almost every single major issue out there, roughly 70% in favor of where the Republicans stand. And it's just like it gets frustrating year after year after year after year after year saying, will any Republicans ever take real advantage of this mm. and do it consistently for a can can Republicans do it for a decade? Be on point for a decade? Maybe. Hopefully. Right. When the public agrees with you, please. Could you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you know. The it, it, every every season it seems like, and, and you and I have been through a number of political seasons together now, eighteen years on the air together. Together, and and when you when you look back at it, it, it everyone is going to be unique in its own way, and there's there's going to be new territory every time you go through a, a political season. But we're in such crazy territory now that it just makes you wonder. Okay. Is there anything left of any political playbook that even applies? So much does not apply. And there are so many variables, which is always the case. But because the so much of the playbook has been burned down and, and that really comes from the whole scorched earth thing that we have been in for, it seems like, a while now that you just don't know where it's going to go. You don't know what is going to apply historically and what won't. And, you know, but we can look at things like, all right, Chris Christie. Oh, no, uh, 
Christopher Ray will definitely be the FBI director if I'm elected. <laughs> so you're saying you don't want to get elected? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you running for president? Yeah, right. Uh, it's and 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 Nikki Haley and and all that. It was like, all right. We know we know why a number of people get into the race. You get into the race because you wanted to make a little bit of noise, and maybe you don't expect to be the nominee. Maybe you expect to make some noise, which is going to be good for whatever it is you're doing at the moment, and then somewhere along the way you start to build a greater reputation, and there's a greater calling for you to to run, and then one day you become the nominee. Maybe that's your hope. When you look at the numbers right now, and it is early. We're not even at at the first debate in the primary season yet. But you still have to ask yourself on a number of fronts, all right, why is this person running? We mentioned Ramaswamy. Look, Ramaswamy is a very good debater. He is very good on the ideas. And there could be a moment... Uh, in time where he is the guy. I don't know that that's going to be the, you know, that this is going to be the moment, but I, I think he's healthy for the debate season. I think he's healthy for the discussion. And it will bring some attention to his any of his ventures. And who knows, again, what the future looks like for him. But then you look at those who have been in the game for a while and it makes you wonder what they're doing. Or what they think, what their per, what their perception of the political landscape is, and that's really what I you know would love to know. Yeah, I I would look at the uh, again uh, how I would precisely address it if it was me. I haven't you know I, I haven't even thought about that, but knowing what issues I would want to promote would be crystal clear yeah. because I know where I know where they where they lead. And I know the issues of substance to the American public that you explain simply that deal with the pocketbook and 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 deal with, you know, uh, your energy security. You know, for example, uh, uh, I'd be I'd be, you know, talking about where electricity prices are going up in certain places. I was in New York and people I would talk last week and people I were talking to very concerned about electricity prices. Well, I'd bring it up. I'd bring up the fact of, look, did you see? You know, the, the L.A. Times article, the liberals talking about the fact that we may have to limit electricity. Mm-hmm. Is that the society you want to live in? Right, Understand right. Yeah. that they would wish to increase the cost of energy every single month and also ration it. Yeah. This is, again, yeah. this isn't m- me telling you or speculating what they would do or trying to go down a slippery slope or throwing out conspiracy theories I'm telling you what the left is actually thinking. Right. And when you see what Biden has said, we can't run. By the way, that has a, a very good effect. People I talked to over the weekend, no matter who it was, men, women, whatever, left, right, if you just bring that up, well, it's stupid. We can't run our, you know, you know, the what's being proposed by the government. If you just say the government, if you don't say Biden or whatever, said, you know, it's being proposed by the government that we can run the entire grid by solar and wind. Mm-hmm. You really can't do that, can you? And everybody knows, everyone knows, solar panels only work when the sun's out and windmills only work, you know, again, when it's windy. Mm-hmm. So why are we getting rid of the consistent forms of energy? 
we can't do that. It's impossible. We can't run it. It's a, it's a, everyone I talk to when, and then I asked the question where they were later on, everyone, even on the left, even Democrats in New York that I talked to agreed and said, well, that's insane. Well, that's what yeah. you've got to, you've got to promote things like that. Right. As well as everything else. You don't forget about the liberal radical transgender movement because that attacks the kids. But you talk about it. Look, this isn't about the, or the you know, this isn't about me versus this person on this radical movement. It's them versus the parents. Yeah. As you've always stated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and you you bring it in, you do these town hall meetings and you make the slam dunk argument and you do it within. You don't need to do an hour and a half. You can do this in 20 minutes. Take a couple of questions. You've made your impact. You move on to the next place. And people go, well, OK, this person has it together. They, they understand all the issues, and you do it quickly because the more that you expound and you get into the politics of it, the more it's blah, 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 blah. Be precise, get to it, move on to the issues where you know the American public, which is the vast majority of the top ten issues. Mm-hmm. Americans agree with you. You're brief, you're to the point, yep. you're articulate. Yep. Boom. And you stay on them. Right. You, stay, you stay on, on the them. idea. You don't engage on other things. You don't go off on the tangent. You don't. Even entertain the silly questions. You know, the whole RFK thing. It's like, come on. Jeez, come on. The answer is no. Do you have a serious question for me? Yeah. The only attention or thought I give to RFK is whether or not he's going to take any points away from Joe Biden if he stays in the race. That's the only thing I think about when it comes to RFK Jr. If there's a question about my campaign... A serious question. I'd love to answer that. Yeah. But it's a ridiculous question for you to ask me. Right. And what's next? Boxers are brief. You're, right. I'm not Clinton. Did I inhale? Yeah. Yeah. And the problem for the rest of the nation is nobody has exhaled. Exactly. Everybody's inhaling. That's the problem. <laughs> Everybody's inhaling. Welcome to the party, Bill. <laughs> don't worry everybody's smoking weed now you look weird because you're not smoking weed <laughs> that's my fear just everybody's everybody smoke and play i who's am the, the walrus sober in the background guy? who's the sober guy yeah we're what's a, what's wrong with him what are you looking for in a candidate the sober one yeah exactly well and, and by the way when you say that uh, you know, and and the 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 sober, the critical thinking. I did talk to uh, a few Republicans this week, mm. and what they want out of the Republican Party. It was funny because I just said is critical thinking. You know, when we talk about you know the whole high thing, it's because the yeah. Democrats yeah. are so delusional, and people at points are so delusional in in their trying to explain the issues out there that you say they got to be high. I mean, that's where that all came from. Yeah. And we start talking right. about this. Right. They all gotta be, everybody's got to be high because there's no critical thinking. That actually came up from a few Republicans that I talked to. They said, I'm really looking for critical thinkers. People can explain things and yeah. do it. Yeah. Just what we talked about. So there seems to be a complete lack of critical thinking and logic out there. Well, then you promote it that way. Right. Right. Yep. That's, that's what yep. you promote. And don't right. get into the stupid things of, you know, my God, what was, I mean, now that, now that I know what we said a couple of weeks ago. And Christie said that. Well, I'd put Christopher Ray back in. 
And this is after Christopher Ray admitted, when we know the story's out there, he admitted that he would not release, that he wasn't going to release the 1023 right. until they found out. So we know he's lying. Right. The suspicion of Republicans of Christopher Ray is through the roof. And you're like, oh, no, solid guy. You need to shut up. Right. He's a guy who worked for the DOJ in the past. And you want to be the nominee. And you're going to win by going, oh, Christopher Ray's fine with me. You know, if this keeps up, we may not be complimenting any of the Republican candidates. That could be. We might be endorsing RFK Jr. <laughs> okay. Never. Okay. Yeah. Never. Yeah, sorry. That was not a sober thing to say. <laughs> uh, seriously, I hope RFK Jr. will at some point challenge Biden to a push-up contest. <laughs> Please make that happen. And both take their shirts off. Uh, no. 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 When that whole thing came up last week, I keep thinking of yeah. Geraldo Rivera coming out of the oh, shower. No, Remember no, that no. picture? No. Eight six six ninety red eye Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio. Radio. He is Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara. You know, last week when we were on vacation, I did see uh, in the, the paper, remember we were in the paper. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, I'm old. <laughs> Online, hey, Mr. McNamara, good morning. Here's your paper. I know, I, no, I, we talked about quiet quitting. There was a story yeah. on loud quitting. People are like, I'm, I'm quitting. I'm out of here. You know, people that get extremely angry, yeah. loud yeah. quitting. And now this, this story Time blindness is an issue on the job with younger workers. How to manage it? There's a new trend in the American workforce. <laughs> time blindness. People with time blindness miscalculate how long a task will take. <laughs> they underestimate how much time something will take and overestimate how quickly they can accomplish the task. That's not new, by the way. I know. I just, <laughs> that was my point. <laughs> that is not new at all. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. 
The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.